Welcome to season four of Exploring the Prophetic. We are on a journey of spiritual curiosity to see how God's voice can impact us and the world around us. I interview guests from every walk of life and background about how their relationship with God and hearing His voice has given them different opportunities and breakthrough experiences. This season, I'm also asking every guest how they got through a time when they thought they had heard from God or they received a prophetic word from someone else that didn't happen and how God helped them to resolve that. Come join our conversation on Exploring the Prophetic, starting now. Welcome to Exploring the Prophetic, and I'm excited about today's guest because he is on TikTok and he's blowing it up with Bible teaching, which is amazing, a young man named Craig Brown. And Craig has just started to put these, you know, 10 to 30 seconds, sometimes a little bit longer messages on how to read the Bible and just doing a devotional time with people on TikTok. And he's grown to over a million followers and is impacting the world right now in a really unique way. I love watching him. I ended up meeting him because I was watching his TikToks because they just start coming up in my feed. I was liking, finally, I reached out to him and said, I love what you're doing. He said, did you know you prophesied about this? I didn't even know we had a connection. So it was so cool to see somebody who's having such an impact and who I really love watching and really participate with how he's teaching. And then he ends up being someone I get to connect to and connect you to, which is really cool. Some of you are, are wondering, is God doing anything in Facebook, social media, Instagram, or in TikTok, or in one of these areas, YouTube? How can God use these? Well, these are the next big real estate and field. They're the next great, you know, great commission place to go to, like go out and all the, the, the highways and the byways. Well, these are part of the highways and the byways of this generation. And God's raising people up just like you. You may be 50, you may be 20 to have a voice in places and influence in places that Jesus preached about in Matthew 5, where he said, I'm raising you up to the salt of the earth. You are the salt of the earth, bringing out the God flavors in humanity. I'm raising you up to be a light on a stick, a candlestick, and, and you're going to be raised the highest place you could shine from. And it's really important that we understand that we're in the influence generation. And we want to use our influence, even if it's with 25 people on Instagram, if they're watching our food pictures and our family pictures, that we include our faith and learn how to do that in a way that's relevant and not uh, contrived. And I love that Craig Brown does exactly that. So if you've ever watched Craig Brown in Bible time, you're going to really enjoy today's episode. We're just going to talk about his faith. I'm asking him questions. You're going to love these questions because he came from a place of not believing in the prophetic and then getting apprehended by his own hunger to say, God, whatever's from you, I want. So here comes Craig Brown. The most important book I've ever written is coming out. It's coming out on February 22nd through bowlsministries.com. You can get a copy. It's called Encounter. And this book is going to prepare you for what God's doing now and the upcoming move of God that's imminent, that God's shown me. And I believe this book is going to help people to come into their assignment and the greater works we're called to. You can get the book now. And if you get it, if you pre-order it in this time frame, you're going to get a free e-course. If you pre-order a wholesale cost of three, five, or 10 books, you also are going to get the e-course and a prayer prophetic ministry appointment. We're going to pray for you as a team and believe in God's greatness in you. We need people who've had encounters to be raised up right now and see the greatness of Jesus through their calling. So go to bowlsministries.com and pre-order today. Well, welcome back to Exploring the Prophetic. I'm your host, Sean Bowles. I'm here with Craig Brown. Craig, I'm so glad you're here. Hey, thanks for having me. Now, I see you every day, and I'm not going to lie, at least five days a week still, since I started watching you months ago, I still stop. And I love that you say on TikTok, you say, wait, 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 slow down, or don't scroll yet, or do you have a minute, or do you, know, do you have 30 seconds? Yeah. And you'll, and you'll kind of invite people in. And it's, for some reason, that was a hook I needed. 
and you share something out of the Bible or you share an encouragement or you share, mostly it's like biblical kind of preaching real fast. That is yeah. a devotional time for me. And I know for thousands of other people, because you have over a million followers, it's crazy. And uh, I love that we connected through that, but, but you, well, I, I do think we should go here. I know we weren't going to go here in advance because we talked beforehand. I do think we should go here and then go into the story because we met, I ended up just like saying hi over TikTok to saying your videos are really impacting. Right. I don't even normally do that. Like, I don't think I've ever done that to anyone else on TikTok. So I'm like, your videos are impacting me. I'm having my devotional times and thank you so much for doing it. Just trying to be an encourager, not thinking you would ever know who I am or have a connection to me at all. So I just was trying to be nice to another Christian who's on there and just say, hey, this is great. And then you're like, well, you prophesied it. I'm like, what? What are yeah. you talking about? And we had been... I'd been at an event up in your region and yep. uh, called you and your wife out. So let's just tell that story a little bit, just because I think it's interesting for people to hear in the sense okay. of how we connected because of the prophetic and then some of the story we're about to tell after that. Yeah. Yeah. On, on TikTok, when somebody starts following you back, they move into your, your inbox. Otherwise they would just be in your like requested or something. And all of a sudden I saw Sean Bowles and then, yeah, you messaged me and I showed my wife. I'm like, he watches my Bible time is crazy. <laughs> but the craziest part is not more than a week earlier, I had remembered the word that you gave us. And I don't know if you remember this, but what happened at that event was you guys were, you were just looking for somebody to like be a guinea pig. And you called us up on stage and we spent about 10 minutes where everybody was in the crowd was practicing. Yeah. And they would be like, hey, I see this. And we would just kind of like confirm. Or and the majority on that one, I believe, was pretty wrong, too. It was like there was only like one thing that kind of hit. Yeah, there, yeah, yeah. There, people were growing. People were growing. And uh, yeah, so there wasn't like a lot of necessarily accuracy. And then we were just going to get down. You said, well, hey, before, you know, before you guys go, let me let me give you what I saw for you. And so what's crazy is about a week before you messaged me, I remembered that. And I was like. I think Sean Bowles prophesied something like this. And I went back and, and listened to it. And I was like, this is crazy because your word was, and I posted a video about this, but your word was about online preaching. And then you even said, if even like a minute or two at a time, and I didn't even know if TikTok existed, maybe musically, but I definitely wasn't on it. I wasn't doing you know, digital stuff. Um, but I had remembered that word. And then we got connected and it was just a total God thing. And so, um, yeah, you prophesied basically what's taking place now in 2018. And just like a really kind of hidden shadow way. Cause it was one of those things where God, you look back and go, you know, you did tell me this, God, you did show us this was going to be happen right. happening, but it wasn't necessarily a directive word, which is really cool. I love how God does that with those little kisses, but in the prophetic, in that moment, cause we had a thousand people there that were, yeah. trying out on you guys as the guinea pigs and it was just so cool to at the end you know we have the video of it because it was our ministry and then you also had the video of it from one of your friends that there was a moment in time where god spoke something that happened and you weren't always a fan of this kind of ministry and so i'm going to kind of nope. go back up a little bit and talk about because you're a pastor you weren't always into and you thought a lot of the prophetic was flaky or manipulative so let's go back to your yeah. story because i think a lot of our listeners can relate to the fact that not everybody who's listening fully believes in this or fully believes that God speaks as commonly as I believe he speaks and you mm -hmm. believe he speaks. And so they're going to be able to relate. I believe some of you who are listening are going to relate a lot to what Craig's saying, because we all have a story of what we're coming out of. I mean, we all have our own version of unbelief. I've had to be, you know, I've had to kill unbelief in my own life. And I call right. it my deliverance of unbelief because I grew up in the church. So I was so close to it. 
that I had to get away from. Um, a lot of stuff that just felt like sensationalism or things that didn't feel mm -hmm. true. So for me, my my way of killing unbelief was to go into like poor countries and countries that where there's marginalized people groups and see if the same things that were working in our church could work there. And that's mm -hmm. how I went after unbelief. I was like, wait, this prophecy or healing or, you know, these the building with a transformed mindset, you know, these kinds of buzzwords, do the, does it work right. in Africa? Does it work in Mexico in the dumps? Like, or is this just something? Does it work when you don't have haze and lights? Totally. And like I had to see if it did because I grew up going, this can't work everywhere. The gospel, the way we're preaching, it can't work everywhere. And I found out it doesn't work the same way everywhere, but Jesus's love works everywhere and mm -hmm. miracles happen everywhere. And so I just, I needed that. So that was kind of my background story. A lot of our listeners have, have identified that story that I've told over and over in different ways and said, I see myself in your story. But, and that's what's beautiful about this kind of podcast and this kind of podcast is that people watch or listen and they go, I see myself in Craig's story. So, so take us on that journey of what it was like to not believe in the prophetic. Where were you at? Why didn't you believe what was going on? Well, Sean, it wasn't just that I didn't believe. I was, I was like, ang I was probably even angry about it. I was wow. skeptical. I was judgmental. And so, yeah, coming into this, I really felt even prophetically, if I could say that, that the Lord would use this episode to reach your audience, but also maybe uh, their friends or their family that that don't believe. So my story goes like this. I, you know, I grew up going to church. Everybody in my family was a, a Christian. I used to say I had a drug problem. My parents drug me to church. And for me, that was a problem <laughs> um, because I really wasn't, you know, I wasn't interested. I w my whole life would have called myself a Christian, but I didn't really follow Jesus. Yeah. Um, I was interested in popularity and sports and girls and all that friends. But when I was in between my junior and senior year, I actually met Jesus in a real way. Wow. And I stopped, I stopped faking it. And I, and I went all in and I, it's kind of like a Paul experience, like scales came off my eyes. And I finally realized like, if God is real, he deserves everything. Like yeah. there's a response that makes sense to him. And so, so I, I, I went to a Christian school instead of a state school. And I was discipled by this guy, my senior year of high school, and it just changed everything. And and I, I started, started studying theology. And so when I really started following Jesus, I started doing ministry in young life. I started doing ministry in, in the church that I was a part of at the time. Um, and it, I would say, I think that not just not a charismatic church. I'd never been a part of a charismatic movement. Um, and so as I started studying theology and academically learning things, I became like really judgmental, like, you know, any church I'd go to, I'd be like, is this right? Or is this wrong? And you know, you're always thinking through, which is a good thing. But information, I mean, knowledge puffs up, right? And yeah. the love builds up. And so I just had this really negative attitude. And so certain charismatic things, such as prophecy, I was like, I don't know about this. And Maybe it was just the lens I was seeing it through at the time, or maybe it was reality. I don't know. But I, I went to this thing and there was this prophet and I, and it seemed to me like all he was talking about was money and really <laughs> generic things that you yeah. could, that anybody could say. And again, that might not be true, but that was the lens through which I was seeing it at the time. And I just had this, not just unbelief in it, like a real distaste for it. And then by God's providence, I ended up at this church this charismatic church. And, but it was the first, it was the first community of people that 
again, from my lens, I saw they believed in the Holy Spirit. They believed in the presence of God. They believed in the gifts of the Spirit, but it wasn't weird. Mm. And so I was drawn into this community. I was like, wait, can tongues actually be real and not used out of context and not use weird? Can prophecy? And so I was part of this church now that I had fallen in love with and they were doing this prophetic event. And I was like, oh no. But this is, this is, the, this is the key um, that was going on in my heart. I genuinely wanted to, anything that was from God, I wanted it. I just didn't want anything that was man-made. Yeah. And so that was my prayer. And I would say that, God, if it's from you, I want it. If it's some guy up here doing some show to make money or whatever, I don't want anything to do with it. And that was my prayer. If it's from you, I want it. And my wife knew that, but I didn't really say that to a lot of other people. I just went that year. This was 2012. And I stood at the back because <laughs> I had to watch my kid, you know, but Dang I was it. observing. So I was, <laughs> yeah, I was doubting. I was skeptical, but I was definitely open to anything that was from God. So and I think that should be the heart that we all have. Like yeah. if it's from God, we should want it no matter what it is. You know, he calls us to obedience, even when it hurts or it's uncomfortable. No, it's, it's a great heart the, posture. It's the posture. Right? The yeah. And there's going to be times so that someone doesn't represent that well. And it's okay to say, I'm not into this. Other people are. I'm not going to be mean about it. I'm just going to, you know, move on. Yeah. And and so my attitude was, if it's from you, I want it. And so that weekend there was, there was four prophetic, you know, prophets that came in and by the end of the weekend, all four of them spoke over me. And I was like, this is not generic. This is like, if you said it about Sean, it'd be off. Like these are personal things. You knew something was up though, because you got, you got noticed four times in a row and not everybody did. Right, right, right. And the words were per- really personal. And I think that's the beauty of the prophetic is it's like God, you know, pre- I'm a preacher. So obviously I believe preaching is important and, and God's word is, never returns void. But there's something special about the prophetic because it's like God takes this, gen- this not generic, but universal message. But he looks at you and he says, wow. I, I see you. And he did that for me that weekend. Now, now here, here was like the, 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 I don't know what you say, the cherry on top of the cake, like our, our apostle, like the, the church that we came out of this, this prophet named Bob McGregor. I don't know if you know him in front of the whole church. He put his hand on my shoulder and he said, and he's got this, this voice, just so much authority. He said, he said, Craig, you've said in your heart, if it's from God, you want it. And if it's from man, you want nothing to do with it. Well, God wants you to know that it's from him. So get on board. Oh, it's wow. like one of those moments where it's like, wow, like nobody would know that you can't yeah. make that up. That's not man-made. Like God gave you that because it was, it was intimate to my heart. And so it was like in this moment, God took all of this unbelief and jadedness and he, he, he said, he, he revealed to me the prophetic is still for today wow. and it's powerful. And so I think the point is like, no, not every prophetic word or everybody that calls himself a prophet is going to be perfect every time. But that doesn't mean that the gift isn't real. And in fact, I've come to believe now that especially in this generation, it's one of the most important things that this generation needs is to hear from a God, a real God that's, that knows you intimately. And so I've gone it's from being an unbeliever and an angry person to fully believer. <laughs> I mean, I'm hearing this, I'm hearing like, you know, there's no other religion where God would 
pursue you with something that other, other gods would be angry for not believing in all their benefits. And God looks at you and says, I love your heart. I love your passion. Let me, let me pursue you with this. I'm not going to make yeah. you, you know, like have to pursue me and do some penance for what you didn't believe. It's just so beautiful. And I love that you had the open heart that said, God, whatever's from you. Cause I feel like that's, I constantly have a conversation with people. I'm like, I'm not asking you to believe in my gifts. I'm not asking you to believe in the way I believe, but I'm asking you to believe in God for all that he can do and has done in the Bible. Can you open your heart to that? And that's such a good conversation for people to get out of that place of like, no, I'm going to guard myself and shield myself, even if it's in the Bible. No, let's take that that one off, down. Let's take that armor off. Keep the armor up maybe towards some men or some misuses or some whatever imbalances. So it's cool that God got you there because that takes a lot to get your heart that open to say whatever's from you, especially you're going to that new community that you weren't, you know, necessarily the same breed of at the time. And right. so it takes some humility to even say, I'll be open. And I love that you were open. And then to watch God pursue you with like four prophetic words, then your own leader prophesying that over you, like get on board. And it was out of love. It was like out of a play, not out of a shame, but out of a love of saying, right. you know, this is going to drive you forward. I just, I love how God works. He's so good. And so maybe someone's listening to this and, and they're at that place where they're going, you know, I, I just don't even have an open heart yet. And just pray for yeah. an open heart. Like Craig had just like, you're listening to this, which means you have an open heart. We have people all the time who write in and say, I don't even believe in your show, but I listen to it all the time. <laughs> I'm like, really? yes. So there's something that inside that's hungry, you know, for this kind of theme and this kind of reality that you're seeing yourself somehow engaging God in a new way. And so I think I love your story. I love that that Thank happened. Well, let's kind of that, take it further. Okay. Yeah, you know, take us into like you ended up becoming a pastor. It was at that church. Yeah, I was already a pastor. I was ordained in a different denomination, but okay. I had through a number of events and God's providence, I had been led to that church. And so I had, I had transferred my credentials in the other denomination and I became a pastor at that church, which is where I'm still at today. Oh, that's awesome. So tell us about like, you're in the church and pastoring. I mean, when you're involved in the church, it's like, it's like being involved in a city. It's like, you, that's your whole life. You usually don't look that far past it just because you're involved in your community, you're involved in your actual local church, you're involved, but you don't think about another state. You don't think about another country unless that's a special burden you have. But all of a sudden you get pulled into a social media platform where people from all over the world are watching you. It's a, it's a huge amount of people. Like, I mean, to give context, I've been in ministry for 27 years. I think I have 170,000 organic followers on Instagram. And that's like a pretty good size following. That's like, yeah. but it's, it's a small following. It's just, if you're a celebrity, you get 20 million people follow you and care what peanut butter you eat. But you know, like when you're <laughs> a Christian, that's, I have people from all over, people who listen to this podcast, we've had millions of downloads of the podcast, but you have a million people following you, a million plus, I think it's a million, what it was a million, two million, four people following you on TikTok right now who are actually engaging. You get like 40,000 hearts on it. You know, you get 2,000 comments on some of your bigger stuff that's blown up has had hundreds and hundreds of thousands of views. So you go from like your your audience you preach to, your your local <laughs> congregation, which is great and fulfilling, but all of a sudden God pulls you into this audience to be a voice. Tell us about that transition, like when it started to take off, what happened? Like, how did you join TikTok first of all? And then how did that happen? This might be the one of the most significant stories of my life, really. And it's a story of obedience. Um, at the end of 2019, I was kind of in this season of like, 
comparison. And, and I think that's something that people struggle with, especially on social media, which is funny. Now I'm <laughs> really on social media, but like, honestly, at that season on social media, I had to stop following a lot of people because I was, I found this like jealousy in me or comparison or whatever. And so I was like praying that at the end of 2019, nobody knew it was coming in 2020. And I just was saying, God, I'm tired of trying to be like this pastor, or that preacher or Sean Bowles or whoever, like what, who have you made me to be? Mm. I want to, I want to do what you've asked me to do. And, and I know that he's, he's designed, uh, you know, many good works for us all to walk in them. And, and so I just was looking for one and I just call it prophetic, call it whatever. I, I, I just knew that I heard him say, just teach people how to read the Bible. Wow. And me and my wife, we travel with some of our best friends and, and every time we're on vacation with them, I'll get up in the morning, I read my Bible and I, I, this is how I read it with a pen in hand and I underline and I squiggly and I circle and all that. And our friends, so all the stuff that's on Bible time, you do all the stuff that you see now on the screen. Yeah. Wow. This is where it came from. This was the origin. Our friend, she said, you know, I wish I could just sit next to you every morning when you do your devotionals and see why you underline and why you squiggly and why you box. And because, and then she said this, something like us normal people don't always know how to just read the Bible. Wow. And I couldn't get that out of my spirit. And so I really heard, heard the Lord say at the end of 2019, I want you to just simply show people how to read the, how to read the Bible every day in 2020. Now, here's the second significant thing about that. I had never really done YouTube. I, mean, I had maybe a few YouTube videos, but it had nothing to do with TikTok. It was YouTube. And I, and I knew that I could figure out a way through the iPad to do what I do with the pen, the Apple Pencil. Mm -hmm. And so I developed this way of doing this where people could see me and the text. I really wanted people to see the text and the underlines and all that because I want to just teach them how to do it themselves. It's not about me. It's, I, you know, but this is the first time ever because like any good investor or any good minister, we do things that bear fruit. And if, you, if it's not bearing fruit, stop doing it. Yeah. But I, I knew that he said to me, Craig, I don't care if more than one person watches. I want you to do it every day wow. in 2020. And I was like, and so I started January 1st, 2020. And it took about 45 minutes a day to film and, and to edit and all that, which yeah. I had never done before. And I started posting. And, you know, it was getting like 10 or 20 views and like not what I would consider to be bearing fruit. But I knew that he, what he had said. And then we got to our, our prophetic event at the end of January. And I was like, I don't like, this is just not. And this teenager from another city, he sees me and he goes, Hey, you're the Bible time guy. And I was like, what? You watch Bible time? He goes, yeah, it's really helped me learn how to read the Bible. And I was like, <laughs> and I was like, what, for real? I go, <laughs> you know, when you ask a question, you already know the answer to I, I go, do you think I should keep doing it? He goes, yeah, yeah, you, you should. I was like, I, I knew, I know I was supposed to anyway. So I did this every day in 2020. And then as everybody knows what happened in March, the pandemic, all that. And it's, it was never taking off. And so, you know, what happened is when everybody's in lockdown, I get on this app called TikTok because people say these funny videos or whatever. And, and me and my wife start like you, you know, you and your wife, we just start watching videos for sitting in our bed at night, you know, on this app. And then all of a sudden, like June, I start thinking, I wonder if I can get anybody from this TikTok app to come to YouTube for Bible time. And so I posted my first video on June 6th. 
And then my second video, I posted um, Philippians chapter four about don't be anxious about anything, but in everything with prayer and petition, oh, with right, yeah. requests to God. And it hit, right? It, it got 200,000 views. And I was like, what? And so, <laughs> you know, like, that's insane. I never, and so my account started taking off. And I think I was somewhere around like 8,000 followers. And we're all like freaking out, like, that's insane. Like what? And then my friend says, dude, I think if you keep going, you could get like 100,000 followers. And I was like, no way. You think so? Wow. And now here we are. I finished 2020 and posted on both TikTok and YouTube every single day until December 31st. And then I, I had to retire on YouTube because it was so much on top of my family and my work yeah. at the church and all that. And so I've pretty much posted on TikTok almost and now, you know, Instagram almost every day since June 6th, 2020. And so, but wow. to me, what it was, was, and there, everything's up on YouTube still. It's available. But to me, it was like, God knew that I wanted to reach people, but I had to show myself faithful in this season of not bearing a lot of fruit and, and just being obedient to the process. And what I thought it was going to be was not what it was. It turned into this other platform that is now reaching, like you said, people all around the world. And I'm just humbled, amazed, and blessed that God would use me. But yeah, it's like people all over the world and, and it's, it's really, you know, people are responding. So big time responding. I think it's so cool. I think some people are listening who are believing that there's something that they're supposed to be doing, but they don't know the technology or, or the distribution method. They don't know the platform God wants to give them. And I feel like I had another guest on not too long ago. And she was talking about, you know, how there's that um, dream that Bill Bright and Lord Cunningham had of the seven spheres of authority Christians could enter into and engage, you know. Yeah. And she saw herself in a, in a dream and she was on top of a mountain, but it wasn't one of those seven spheres, but it was like that. And it was Facebook. And, and God said, mm -hmm. I want to give you the mountain of Facebook to be an influencer so that my kingdom could come to Facebook. And she became one of the top marketing directors, or not, not for Facebook, mar market gurus with Facebook algorithms and even Forbes reported she was in the top 20, you know, for the last couple of years. And she was just talking about how like God gave her this mission. But at the time she was a single mom and had come out of an abusive relationship. So she was like, just trying to figure out how to put her life together. And then that year she ended up making millions of dollars when God wow. spoke to her that, and it wasn't about the money. It was about God gave her a place of influence with all these people who are trying to fit big corporations, small corporations. And I bring that story up because I think so many people are like, they're, they're relating to we're supposed to be the salt of the earth or we're supposed to be the, the light on the, the lampstand and we know there's something for us to do, but there's a lot of times you're just striving or like you entered into some comparison. So it's so beautiful when you, when you stay on the journey with God and all of a sudden he gives you like a technology that hadn't existed five years ago for you. Right. It was a now thing. It was during the pandemic. It took off because people needed hope and joy. And the majority of the videos that are on there are funny and fun and easy to engage with and educational and I know there's all kinds of crap on there as well, but you know, right. talking about that, you know, the, the one third that we wouldn't want to watch, you know, we're talking about what, right. what it's fun to watch. And so the fact that you got on there, especially when it's such a, there's the boundary lines are um, very political on there. And so the fact that you just got on there as a neutral voice for Christianity of how to read the Bible, I think is an example to Christians of what God's about to do for so many people is to export influence in so many different ways. I think of the new metaverse that's coming out and, the virtual reality worlds that have virtual real estate and how there's people who need to start churches there and the virtual spaces, you know, there's people who need to, who need to, instead of just be itinerant ministers and natural places where you take planes, put on 3d glasses or argument reality and get on 
where there's people who are in, and if you can do it on TikTok, we can do it anywhere. And so I just, right. I got really excited watching you after we connected because I was like, you're doing something and, and you have some other TikTok friends who are Christians uh, who you're connected to who also have millions of followers. And it's so cool mm -hmm. that God's raising up some people with a new voice to go to a new right. generation who, who wouldn't go to a Sunday morning church right now, maybe because they're locked exactly. down or because they don't even have that foundation. But they'll yeah, come or because they never would at lockdown or not. Yeah, or I they mean, like TikTok's yeah. like this video slot machine where somebody, like you said, could be watching something that we wouldn't want to be watching. But then all of a sudden, Jesus pops up on their screen, and they're willing for thirty seconds to hear, and God uses it. And so it's totally. it's insane. Well, I know. Yeah, I was thinking about um, with our Your Prophetic Journey show on YouTube. It's this show that we do to just show what the prophetic's like and just help people to be on their own prophetic journey. And I remember I was like at one point going, oh, what do I, what do I want to do with this? The same thing you were doing with that teenager. Like, is this worth doing? Like, do we want to do, do we want to show people the prophetic process? And is, is, I know we've grown to this many people or whatever, but is this worth it? And all of a sudden uh, a person who I really respect, who's in the music industry, who I would have never thought would have known me or connect to me, wrote me out of the blue, like a, um, a private message and said, which I never look at. And I happen to look at YouTube one. I think I've looked at one time, the private messages, my team does the rest. And I looked at one time and, and they said, Hey, your videos have taught me how to connect and access God. And I'm like, what? Like, what are you talking about? Like, this is crazy that there's people who are watching here that, you know, you, you would see them if they slipped into church, you would notice them, but, but you don't know that they're watching or viewing right. this way. And so I'm, I'm so encouraged by your story. I'm so encouraged by what God's doing through new platforms. And I think that I, I can't wait to watch your career in this. Cause I know this is just the beginning for you just to watch your career and what God does in your ministry and how he gives you insight and entrepreneurship in different ways. I think it's going to be really beautiful, but how do people watch Bible time? I know, is it, it's just at Craig Brown or is it? Yeah. At Bible time? Can I just share one more thing before I share that? Just to encourage your audience that, you know, from my story, it's like when God spoke to Abraham, he said, go to a land, I will show you. He didn't tell him all the things, you know, but, but there's a step of obedience. And so, you know, maybe your call is not to be on TikTok sharing Bible videos, but if there's a dream in your heart and you don't know how to get there, sometimes the result is not necessarily what you thought it would be. Like, I never thought I would be doing this, but yeah. it it happened because of us just responding to God's voice in obedience. So can I just encourage you, whoever you are around the world, if you know that God's spoken something to you, he just might be waiting for your for your obedience on what he's already said before he speaks more Absolutely. Or before he gives you the next open door. And so God does have good things for you and he wants us to influence the world. And so uh, begin with obedience in the small things, even if you don't see the fruit and just watch what God will do with your life. So yeah, anyway, hear and obey and be faithful. Those, those are huge. Those are like yeah. some of the top biblical themes. So I love that you're bringing those up and that your story proves it. So how do we how do we watch? How do we be a part of your world? Uh, yeah, so on TikTok and Instagram, my username is at uh, Craig Brown. That's just Craig Brown with an A in front of it. And that was just because Craig Brown was already taken. And yeah. this is a funny story if I could share it. And then I was thinking, okay, well, a lot of people do the the blank or the real blank. And honestly, I had the Craig Brown typed in. And then I just had this thing in my spirit. I was like, I'm not the Craig Brown. I'm just one of them. So I switched it to, uh, I just wanted to be humble. Oh, Craig Brown. I love that. Well, so, that's a good branding mechanism too. So we'll all remember that. 
And so is yeah. there is there anything else that you're working on that we need to know of today? Because Yeah, yeah, yeah. So TikTok and Instagram is at uh, Craig Brown. Uh, YouTube, you can find me on youtube.com slash Craig Brown Bible Time. And there you'll find uh, the Bible Time videos, a full year worth of devotional Bible readings, and then sermons of mine. Um, I'm a preacher. And then recently I've started a new podcast with a friend called the Theomatic Podcast. Nice. And you could find that at the theomaticpodcast.com. That's that's the word we made up between theology and automatic. And so we're really excited about this project. We just are launching it, and that's on all platforms right now. And and that the idea is that we we are so desperate to we need to know God's heart beyond just like quoting the verse. But yeah. I remember Jesus in the wilderness was was led by the spirit, but tempted by the devil. It's this crazy thing. And then in the wilderness, the devil is tempting him, the same temptations that we feel, but he even quotes the Bible. Yeah. And so we're we're kind of focusing on this idea that that the devil will use anything, including quoting truth in an untrue way. That's so good. But Jesus didn't have to go back and be like, oh man, what oh, maybe that verse does say I should throw myself down. He knew God's heart. And so his theology was automatic. And so Anyway, check that out as well if you like. Thanks so much for being on today. And thanks for listening and watching. And you can catch more of Craig Brown. I encourage you to follow him. And also come join us at bullsministries.com. And we have our platform. We have events every month. And we also have classes every month along with teaching series. Come be a part. We'd love to see you there. Do you want to be mentored in hearing God's voice? It's not hard, but it takes time, examples, practice, and conversations to really get in the place of being able to get revelation and also to know how to interpret and reply what God's showing you. I have started an online community through our platform, Transcend God Mentoring, where you receive weekly videos, weekly live group mentoring, monthly special events, and all of our past e-courses on the gifts, marriage, and relevant topics to your spiritual journey. Come join me and all my platform contributors to learn how to walk out a thriving journey of hearing God. Thanks for listening to Exploring the Prophetic, part of the Exploring Series podcast. These podcasts are made possible by generous donations of listeners just like you. Become a partner or visit us at bullsministries.com with your one-time donation today. Also, if you are enjoying the podcast, please become a part of our family by subscribing. Connect to us at www.bullsministries.com where we want to resource you with our articles, books, weekly mentoring, e-courses, and more or download our Bulls app free at our web store. We love to hear your feedback. Drop us a line and also your rating, reviewing, and sharing makes such a difference in the world for people learning about us. Thanks for listening.